Welcome to Mariner's Talk. We are literally just a couple, about, we are less than 24 hours away from opening day. Let's go ahead, let me go ahead and like add it all up, uh, five, so 16 hours away, I believe. Yeah, I don't know if that's, I don't know if my math is correct, but I really don't care right now. But yes, we are very close to opening day. I do not have any guests on tonight, so... It do, I will be doing this alone, so it's not that bad. I'll probably be on for maybe about 30, 40 minutes or so. But show does have to go on. So let me go ahead and get into my first topic for tonight, and it's going to be my 2015 projections. I know I gave mine last uh, week with both Gary Hill and my buddy Dan, but I think this time I'll do a little bit different. Um because earlier today I was watching the MLB Network, uh, I believe it was a projection show and everything, but um, what it was is that they were giving their projections about who will win the AL Cy Young or and you know who who would win this award, who would win that award, and so I think that's an interesting topic to to to, to bring out uh, for the first show or excuse me, not for the first show, but for the Mariners opening day show, that is. And first off, I have to say this, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting season nonetheless to watch because, again, so much media attention has been put on this Mariners team. And the fact that, you, that uh, the Mariners are the favorites to not only win the West, but possibly go to the World Series it's just it's it's very fascinating to even hear about and to even see on you know MLB network now while i was watching it you know i ha- i saw so many of these guys say you know that uh that chris sales going to win the AL Cy Young or david price is going to win the Cy Young only one guy had felix hernandez winning the Cy Young and the funny thing is is that none of them had Corey kluber repeating and i think that is um, I will say this, okay, look, this is a PG show, but last year's Felix Hernandez getting stiffed out of the Cy Young Award due to Sabermex's was a long, long list of bullshit. I'm sorry for that, but it was. It was a load of crap. But the fact of the matter is, is that Felix does, I think Felix will be challenged by Chris Sale this year and David Price. I mean, again, 
you know, Chris Sale, don't get me wrong, Chris Sale is one of the better left-handed pitchers in baseball right now, but there's no pitcher in the American League that is dominant as Felix Hernandez is. And there, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that Felix Hernandez with the with the lineup that he has right now and with his bullpen the way that they are, I don't think that there's a doubt in my mind that Felix could possibly win his second Cy Young this year. And maybe even, I want to say, maybe even win his, or get to that 20-win plateau, be the first Mariner since Ray, or, uh, since uh, Freddie Garcia and, jo- and Jamie Moyer to hit the 20-game or 20-win plateau. And, uh, you know, it's... it's I think I think I love the fact that Felix is getting so many doubts and that other pitchers are getting the pressure put on them. Chris Sale is getting the pressure put on him. David Price is getting the pressure put on him. I love that because I think it just motivates Felix a lot more to pitch like he like he like he pitched last year last season. And it's going to be very very fun to watch Felix go out there day in and day out every five games and watch and just watch what he does and don't be surprised let me go ahead and throw this out don't be surprised if Felix goes out there and tries to throw a no hitter or a perfect game this year because I think we may even see that we might even see one of those this year you see how dominant he is you see how how much how how difficult um uh, how difficult the you know hitters have with Felix on a, on a daily basis. So don't so don't be surprised if Felix may throw a no hitter this year. And uh, I've got my um, guest saying that that John Scam uh, Scambini or Scamby or whatever is the only ESPN MLB expert that has the Mariners winning it all. Yes, we'll get to that. Um, guest who says uh, I think he tries to do that every game. And yes, he does try to do that every game, but. Here's the thing. I think that Felix will go out one of these games not trying to do that. And when he does do that, he may that's what he possibly will do. I don't know if that makes any I, I that if if that makes any sense, you know. But again, you know, look, Felix Hernandez has been the number 1 pitcher in baseball for the last now, what, going on uh, six years? I believe six years now since, since he really, really did break into that, you know, uh, perennial ace of the Mariners. Um, I want to say number one in, you know, dominance, ERA, not in the win-loss statistics because, again, those get, those get scrambled a lot with Felix. Felix is only um, – look, here's the thing. Yes, I see that – yes, I yes I know Kershaw is one of the elites, okay? But Felix is in, is in another class in my opinion. I think that Felix is just one of the one of the greats right now. If he was to retire at the end of this season and possibly and, – and, and let's say the Mariners win the World Series this year. If Felix Hernandez were to retire – at the end of this season, 
he would still be in a he would still be in talk for maybe the Hall of Fame. But look, I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and get off Felix Hernandez because you know we can talk about all day about how Felix is the best, how he is the elite, but we do need to we do need to um, if and and I know it was crazy talk, okay? That it, I was just throwing it out there, by the way. But we, let's go ahead and get on to the MLB MVP. We did have um, John Smoltz take Robinson Cano to win the AL MVP, and it's it's actually possible. It's possible. You know, Robinson Cano, he did a great job last year. I mean, his home runs and his RBIs were down a little bit, but his but his uh, his batting average was, was right up there. His batting average was right up there where, at the same pace that he has had within New York. Now, again, granted, he's not going to hit as many home runs as he did in New York, but Robinson Cano's leadership coming in last year was one of the key things the Mariners needed and had that helped them win as many games as they did and nearly come close to winning the West, or excuse me, not the West, but the wild card. But, um, and yes, uh, I, I do believe that Cano's average will go up because of Cruz and Seager, and I will get to that. I will get to that. But to me, Robinson Cano is just one of those players that you have no th- – that he can do anything. He can do anything that he puts his mind to. And right now, his mindset – along with every other member of this of this Mariners ball club is focusing on one goal and on one on one thing and one one thing only get to the postseason and win a world series for the city of Seattle I know I know y- people think that Felix is thinking oh I should have won the Cy-. yes he sh- he should have won the Cy Young last year and he says that he should have won the Cy Young last year but guess what Felix doesn't care about that. Neither does Robinson Cano. Neither does Seager. They don't care about winning uh, pers- individual accolades. Every single member of this Mariners team right now cares about one thing only, and that's getting to the postseason and winning it all. Now, for my AL MVP, I'm going to have to say this. I, I'm I. I I know it's. I know I'm gonna possibly kick myself in the ass for this, but look, I'm gonna have to say Mike Trout. That's my projections because he, Mike Trout. Mike Trout is just one, is again one of the elite baseball players in this entire game. He's what 22 years old, I believe. Let me go ahead and look that up. Um, but. Uh, Mike Trout has only been in the league. Okay, so he's 23 years old. He's 23 years old. He's already a phenom. He's been in the league for four years. And to me, this kid is just unfreaking believable. This kid is a, this kid is just a freak of nature. And I and I believe that maybe um, uh, Trout will defend his MVP title. If not. Then let me go ahead and throw this out, okay? I will go ahead and throw this out. If Felix Hernandez dominates this this season, which he will, okay? I will say this, which he will, and wins 20-plus games, keeps his ERA 
at a two point. I'm going to say a two point thirty or below. And wins the Cy Young. There's your MVP. Okay. No one has ever thought that Felix could possibly win an MVP if he wins just the Cy. Or excuse me. Let me let me rephrase rephrase that. No one, no expert, thinks that anyone but Mike Trout could win the AL MVP. But Mike Trout or maybe Robinson Cano. Well, here's the thing. I do believe that Felix is one of those guys that can surprise everyone. And again, if he pulls off a 20-plus win season, there's your AL MVP. I don't care. I don't care if... Um, Mike Trout was to was to go. Um, let me let me go ahead and let me go ahead and say this. I don't care if Mike Trout had a forty forty season. Okay. Yes, I know twenty wins will not win the AL MVP, but but this is just a projection. Okay, this is just a prediction. It's a prediction. Okay. Jeez, don't don't you know don't throw me out don't throw me under the bus right now. Again, it's just a prediction. But I'm going to go ahead and throw out. Felix Hernandez because it is possible. I mean, look at Clayton Kershaw. He won the he won the NL MVP last year. Why the hell can't Felix Hernandez win an AL MVP? You know, it's truly possible. But again, you know, if yeah, okay. Look, guess who? Um, I if you could throw your name out there, but look. Yes, I am crazy. No pitcher wins the MVP if someone if an offensive guy has a forty forty year. But look. Listen, it's a projection. It's a projected, this is a prediction. And I'm putting Felix on my on my name to, or on my list to possibly win the MVP, okay? But at the top of my list is Mike Trout, okay? There's, my, here's my three, here's my top three, okay? And this is all in order. Number one, Mike Trout. Number two, Robinson Cano. Number three, Felix, or Felix Hernandez, excuse me, okay? But I will throw Kyle Seeger there. I'll throw, I will throw Kyle Seeger in the MVP because he does have the ability to do it. I think Kyle Seeger does have he does have the ability to win an MVP. You know, he's getting better. Here's the thing: Kyle Seeger's getting better every single season. He is. Jose Abreu, yes. Okay, I will. Yes, let's go with him too. But my number one right now is Mike Trout. Okay. All right, AL MVP, done, done. Let's move on. Let's go ahead and talk about the uh, – I'm going to go ahead and go down a couple of players that may – or excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and put out my projected Mariners All-Stars that that will make the All-Star team this year. Um, Of course, Felix Hernandez. I'm going to go throw him out there because um, there's no doubt in my mind that Felix will possibly even start another – all-star game. If not, then he will be the number two starter, you know, number two uh, pitcher to come in the game or whatever. Um, Robinson Cano, of course, if he if he continues to have, if he has that, another good year, which he will. Um, um, guess who? I will get to your I will get you a question in a second. Okay, I will get to your question in a second. Um, another all-star that I will go ahead and say is Kyle Seager. Okay, he was able to get in last year. And thankfully, because of the injury, he did get in, but I think he deserved a no-doubt all-star spot Kyle Seager did. Now, if Nelson Cruz can uh, 
hits the ball, hits the baseball well, hits you know at least twenty five plus home runs, which I I'm not really even concerned about that. I'm not one bit concerned about that. But Nelson Cruz is another guy that I do have making the All Star game for the Mariners this year, along with um, I'm going to throw Taiwan Walker out there. I'm going to throw Taiwan Walker out there. He's he's my he's one of my dark horses to possibly make the All Star game. Okay, and I, that I think a lot of people will call me crazy on because I don't think anybody may have Taiwan Walker even, you know, making, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, maybe even getting talked about in an award or whatever. But those five guys, along with Fernando Rodney, I'm going to put Fernando Rodney out there as well because you cannot have an all-star game without Fernando Rodney shooting an arrow, can you? And, um... And yeah, those are those those are my those are my those are my, uh, uh, my all stars for the Mariners this year. Now, getting to what Guest Two just said, uh, asking if Felix's spring worries me a bit. Not at all. Felix Hernandez's spring training does not worry me one bit. I'm going to go ahead and pull a very interesting stat up for you guys, and you guys are going to probably crap yourselves when you hear about this. Okay, let me go ahead and pull this up really quick. And uh, I am going to get to your questions, okay? And yes, Paxton. Um, Paxton. Um, I'm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll throw Paxton right there in the All Star. Uh, in the All Star game ballots. I'll th- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I even forgot about Paxton. I'm real sorry. I. It's just with. Um, with Walker's uh, boosted. Uh, spring training and his. Uh, excuse me, let me say, with his impressive spring training, I really did forget about Paxton, and I and that was really rude to me. I'm sorry, James. I, I really do apologize, even though if you're not listening, even though you're not listening to the show. But let me go ahead and look um, at his spring training. Hang on a second. Let me go ahead and pull this up. But you guys are going to be very interesting when you hear about this. Because, all right, let me go ahead and see... All right, so let me go ahead and go to Felix Hernandez's uh, page on the Mariners because this is this is going to be a very interesting uh, stat that I will I will um, okay okay chill with the questions guys chill with the questions I'm going to get to them in a second but just let me let me get the stat up really quick I got to get the stat for you guys because this is, this is a stat that a lot of people um, don't really remember and it. Uh, excuse me, uh, sorry about that. Uh, a lot of people do not really remember this stat because um, it was just, it wasn't something that a lot of people, people were actually concerned after this, okay? So let's go to Felix Hernandez's, let me pull this page up one more time, sorry about this. I, I do apologize for trying to all this stuff. Um and we had a, and we had a uh, the guest four leave, but uh, thoughts on the new uniforms? I really do love them. I do love them. I I, I do. I think the, I think they're one of the best. You know, I wasn't a fan of cream color, but you know what? It was uh, it was fine. I, I, I the Mariners proved me wrong because I wasn't a fan of cream colored until this right there. But uh, let's go ahead and so here's the stat that I want to tell you guys. In 2009, Felix had went third games in spring training, pitched 14 innings, gave up five, 15 runs, 13 of them earned, 25 hits, finished with an 
Fujiari. Okay? But then in two but then in the regular season in two thousand nine, guess what? Felix finished the season nineteen and five with a two point four nine ERA and finished second in the AL Cy Young voting next to Zach Granke. And I think that should have been really should have been the year that he would also should have won his first AL Cy Young. I, I know, guess who yes, he did not win the Cy Young. No, Zach Granke got it and Felix got snubbed yet again. That was the first time he really did get snubbed. But I thought but I found it hilarious of how the year that he went thirteen and twelve, he did get the Cy Young. And the only reason he did get the Cy Young was because um Analysts thought that he put up a very impressive record to, uh, for being on the team that he pitched for. They did not say he pitched well. He sa- they said that he put up great stats because even though he was playing on that team. They didn't say the Mariners. They called him, quote, that team. So no respect there. And, of course, there, there shouldn't have been any respect because the Mariners were terrible in the season that he did win the Cy Young. But, again, that's not the point. The point is is that he did win the Cy Young uh, one year later. But now let's go ahead and get, and uh, move on to another topic. Uh, first off, here's my, here's my AL, AOS uh, predictions. And I, I have the Mariners right there on top. I, I I apologize. I have the or excuse me. I don't apologize. Why did I say that? But I have the Mariners on top, no doubt. I know that they are going to win it all. And this is just not a Homer fan talking. This is an honest to God projection. I do believe that the Mariners are the all-time favorite to win the World Series. Why do I have them on the top? Because the Mariners last year shocked the entire baseball world by coming within one game of the postseason and then the or excuse me excuse me let me let me rewind further back at at the end of the 2013 season a couple about a about a couple weeks before the 2013 year ended the Mariners went out and signed Robinson Cano to that 240 million dollar deal okay yes i will get to the royals all right calm down now the Mariners, yes, they were one of the. Uh, I do compare the Mariners to la- I do compare the the Mariners and the Royals as basically the same team last year. But here's the thing: the Royals and the Mariners, they were very, they were very, they were kind of equally matched. They were, they were kind of basically the same team, even though the Royals did not hit as many home runs. The Royals and the Mariners had great pitching. They had good pitching. And they had a good bullpen to back them up. That's why that team did so well. Now, the re- again, the reason why I have the Mariners on top is because they have made great improvements in the lineup. They've really improved that DH spot with Nelson Cruz. They went out and signed or got Seth Smith. They got Justin Reggiano. They got these good backups. They have The Mariners have amazing depth in their on their team, they have if if one guy goes down, if one guy goes down, they got another guy to replace him, and it's and that guy who does replace him is just as good. And the bullpen that they have, incredible. I believe this bullpen is going to be just as good as it was last year, 
and the starters that we have, except for J.A. Happ. I don't have a lot of, I don't really have a lot of confidence for J.A. Happ, but he may surprise everyone, including myself. But with Felix, Kuma, Walker, and Paxton in that rotation and the bullpen that they have, this Mariners team is just super deadly in the AL West. And I have them winning 94 games. I do. And I have them I and I have them in the World Series, not against the Nationals. Everyone says the Nationals may go. But I seriously believe that um it may be a I want to say I want to say either the Giants or the Dodgers. Alright? I want to say those two teams, but I think a lot of people will come back and say it may be the Nationals. So I'll keep those three teams in mind, okay? I'm not gonna Go ahead and put one of them on the spot. I'll say one of those three teams against the Mariners, and the Mariners will take them out in six games. I do believe that the Mariners are going to win the World Series this year. I I, I honestly do. Because the reason why I say this is just, I think the Mariners this year appeared to be really good on paper, and they will prove to be just as good out on the field. They will. I have no doubts in my mind. Um, so, again, those those are my projections. Um, I did, I think I went through them a little too quickly. Um, but, yes, I know that paper doesn't win games. McClendon said that all the time. Yes, I know. All right? Jeez. Calm down. But I'm just, I'm just giving my opinion. But, uh, again, so this was a very relatively quick, short podcast. Um, there weren't um, anybody to really talk to about this and get their opinions. I know I had a couple guests. You know, you guys were uh, tuned in and listened a little bit. But um, um, the podcast will come to an end right now. So only because, you know, there's uh, – okay, so what do I think about DJ Peterson? Um if you did not, if you didn't, okay, go ahead and give me your projections, and I'll go ahead and tell them. So keep, keep it going a little bit. Thank you very much. Okay, DJ Peterson. Uh, last week on the podcast, I asked both Dan and Gary Hill from 710 ESPN about that, and I think DJ Peterson will be brought up um, in the in the September call-ups. I think the Mayors are going to take his progression slowly. They don't want to you know, rush him up to the big leagues as quick as possible. They want to make sure that DJ Peterson is 100% ready. When they, when they, here's, here's what I think they are going to do. I think that Jack Zarenzik will go up to DJ Peterson at a time in the season and say, DJ, do you think you're ready for the bigs? And if DJ says, yes, I am. That's when they'll bring him up. If he says no, they will keep him down there. But if Jack Zarenzik still, uh, but I do believe that Jack Zarenzik will keep uh, DJ Peterson down in AAA for most of the season until they truly need him. If let's say we have an injury to Logan Morrison, um, because here's the thing: you don't really have a guy besides Ricky Weeks to back him up. I don't really think a guy. I don't. I don't really think. Ricky Weeks is necessarily the guy to back us up. I, but 
Um, but uh, again, here's the thing: DJ Peterson will be brought up in the September calls. I see him being brought up at that time because, again, the Mariners do want to take DJ Peterson's progression as slow as possible. Uh, Danny Holson. Danny Holson is interesting. Um, I I have no idea what's going to go with going on with Danny Holton. He will begin the season in AAA, but if he if he actually can get if if he can you know really impress Jack Zarenzik and the rest of the Mariners scouts, we could possibly see him in the bullpen uh, within maybe a month or two if we have any, if if the Mariners need him. You know, we could always use a guy. Um, or excuse me, actually, I think Rowanis Elias will get the call uh, a lot quicker than uh, Danny Holton. But you know, either him or Holtz, either Elias or Danny Holton, um, is going to be that guy the Mayors use to call up time and time again to be their long inning relief guy. That long, that that pitcher in the bullpen that you can get you know f- you know three to five innings out of. That's what I see for both of those guys. And when I see Elias coming up, I can't say. I really can't say. I, I may, we may see him uh, possibly next month if the Mariners need it, or maybe in June, or or after the All Star break. I, that's that's possibly maybe when we see him. Um, Montero, I, I'm I don't have anything to say about Montero. I, I don't I don't really know. Um, Really, any I I just I can't really say anything. Uh, and what do you, I think the Cubs or uh, about the Cubs and what they're doing with Chris Bryant? Um, I think Chris I think that Chris Bryant thing was not a good move by the Cubs. I think Chris Bryant was MLB ready, and I think they should have kept him. Now, right now the Cubs are losing seven to nothing, I believe. No, three to nothing. I'm sorry, I don't know where I got seven to nothing. I think it was just. From uh, oh whoa! And uh, and uh, okay, so hang on a sec. Hang on real quick. All right, sorry about that. A little bit, a little bit of situation with the phone going on, but um, uh, again, you know, the Cubs really. I don't think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you go out and get. It's all about chemistry, and it's all about you know. And it, if a team has good chemistry, they're going to do well. If a team doesn't have good chemistry, they're not going to do that well. Now, if they, I, I, I can't, I can't really give a good. Um, I, I just cannot give a a decent um, projection about the Cubs because again I don't look at their I don't really look at them but I do see them um, maybe as a third place team maybe as a third place team maybe even as a wild card team I don't know um, uh, who will be the most surprising player this year uh, first first off I, I want to know um, are you talking about Mariners wise or are you talking about MLB wise because that's that one is um, 
I think a lot more difficult to say, but um, Mariner, okay, Mariner wise, there we go. Mariner wise, will be Tyler Olson. I think Tyler Olson is going to be the biggest surprise um, that this Mariners team will have on this roster. I will also say that Brad Miller is going to be the most one of the more surprising players this year. He had a bad season last year, and I think he's ready to prove this year that he is ready to bounce back from that. And and again, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of players that I can name that may be surprising this year, but those two really stand out the most because with David Rollins going down early from from uh that's from the PED use, you know, it is going to be very interesting. And yes, looking at the guys who have jumped from trip from Double A, um, uh, like Elias, you know, it, it is kind of scary. But I do believe that Tyler Olson is going to he's going to go out there. He's going to go out there with a good mindset. He's not going to go out there, you know, all nervous and anything. But he is going to he's he's going to be one of the biggest surprises. Um, that we see this year, along with Brad Miller. Um, um, and uh, and and what do I think about the Padres uh, bringing in Upton and Kimbrel? First off, here's the thing: I think the Braves were stupid to trade Craig Kimbrel. I mean, why would you trade one of the more premier closers in baseball? I have no idea why the Braves did that. Um, for one thing, I don't really care about uh, Upton because really he's just not that. I don't. I. I, I don't think he's that good. I. Don't. But now with uh, the the addition of uh, of Kimble or Kimble, excuse me, Craig Kimble, you know, I think the Padres may be may have bumped up their their status in the NL West to maybe get to maybe get a winning season or even into or sneak into the wild card. I don't know. But um you know, it's 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 going to be interesting to see that team. It's going to be very interesting to see that team. Um look, and and here's the thing. Um we I am going to be ending the podcast a little short, but um next Sunday I am going to be going the for, over the first week of the Mariners you tune in next week at 7 o'clock, and it'll be a little bit longer podcast. It will be a little bit longer podcast. So, again, um, tomorrow, make sure you have your TVs set. And no, I am not going to opening day. Really wish I was. Um, make sure you have your TVs turned turned on at 12.30, Root Sports. If not, then listen to the game on 710 ESPN. But make sure you you pay attention to this Mariners team all season long. They are going to be they're going to be a huge huge enjoyment to watch all season long. Baseball, baseball. Um, you're going to be drunk in the parking lot at 5 a.m. I want to know who. I guess too. I want to know who you are first off. I want to know who you are because. This is this is that's interesting because if you're going to be drunk in the parking lot at 5 a.m., geez, invite me down there with you. I want to go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. 
I don't want to get drunk that early in the morning. But um, but look again. Make sure you have your TVs turned on by 12:30. Your radios turned to 710 ESPN by that time. And yes, I'm not lying. Yes, yes, you are right. Yes, I do. I'm jealous of you because you're going to the game, and I'm not. I wish I was. I wish I was bringing my fiance with me because I know that she would enjoy some opening day baseball. But, um, again, make sure you guys do not miss this game. It's going to be something special to watch. It will be game one of the Mariners' journey to... It will be it will be the game one on the Mariners' journey to their first World Series championship title in franchise history. So, again, till next week at seven at seven Pacific Standard Time, go Mariners.